بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وما اتاكم الرسول فخذوه وما نهاكم عنه فانتهوا صدق الله العظيم سبحانك لا علم لنا الا ما علمتنا انك انت العليم الحكيم رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي امري واحلل عقده من لساني يفقهوا قولي دل شيطان Respected brothers, respected elders, mothers and sisters listening at home One of the first campaigns against the Roman Empire In the time of Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Was the battle of Muta, Ghazwe Muta, the campaign of Muta I will just go over that briefly This Ghazwa and this army that went to the area of Muta on the borders of Syria was an army prepared and mobilized by Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam himself Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam appointed Hazrat Zaid bin Harisa as an Amir and he said that if Zaid becomes shaheed then the second in command is Hazrat Ja'far bin Abi Talib and if Ja'far bin Abi Talib becomes shaheed then the third in command that is the Amir of the Jaysh is Hazrat Abdullah bin Rawaha and if Abdullah ibn Rawaha becomes shaheed then it is up to the Muslimin that whoever they wish to appoint for that Jaysh it is entirely up to them this was the first battle for Hazrat Khalid bin Walid to, to be in that army as a soldier but subhanallah it is the wish of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the qadr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Imarat is even uh, given to him after the shahadat of Hazrat Abdullah ibn Rawaha and the successful retreat that he made in the battlefield when the Muslims were in the middle and all the Roman soldiers were around had encircled the Muslimin it was like a, a siege and alhamdulillah it was the wisdom the strategy of Hazrat Khalid bin Walid his vast experience uh, in military and also the mercy and the nusrat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that allowed the Muslimin to penetrate and to break that front line of the kuffar and this created a fear in their hearts and the kuffar went back and the Muslims alhamdulillah went safely back to Madinatul Munawwara this is the nusrat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
that is why my respected brothers, if brothers have had the time to study some of the jihad in our days, uh, the most difficult jihad was with the Chechnyans, the jihad of Shishan, and how many of us lift up our hands to make dua for these great mujahideen who will enter Jannat 500 years before normal Muslims uh, even enter Jannah. When Muslims will be queuing up to enter Jannah, the Chechnyans will enter Jannat 500 years before. Is it easy, my respected brothers, to be in that condition? Uh, and to have that blood of Khalid bin Walid radiallahu ta'ala inside them when communism is all around you and then to have a long beard and then to wear an amama and to have la ilaha illallah muhammadur rasulullah written and to have the face of Abu Bakr Siddiq and to have the face of Umar Farooq and to have the face of Khalid bin Walid when half a million of Muslims Chechnyans were expelled by Zalim Stalin in 1944 and they were expelled to Siberia and a lot of the Muslims became Shaheed. Generations upon generations have been wiped out. The most difficult area to even get to when you look at where Shishan is based. Subhanallah, in the face of communism, in the face of Fir'aun, in the face of Kufr, they have the light of Iman and Nur inside them. Subhanallah. Look at their faces. And again, Zalim Putin in 1999 sends 100,000 soldiers in Grozny again to do Mosul on the Chechnyans. So it is our fundamental duty, my respected brothers, as Muslims, to lift up our hands. And when we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bless us in wealth and health, we must ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help the Muslimin in Shishan, to help the Muslims in Kashmir, to help the Muslimin in Philistine, and to help the Muslimin in Iraq, and generally to help all the Muslimin. Wherever they may be. This is our haq. This is farz. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, Al-Muslimu akhul Muslim. A believer is a brother of a believer. Subhanallah. When can we imitate the real sunnah of the companions? In the battlefield, all the companions are there, laid down injured, with injury. And one of the sahabi is saying that, give me water. And when water is given to that, that particular Sahabi, the Sahabi next door to him says, I want water. And this injured Sahabi is saying, give it to my brother. And then the second Sahabi says, no, give it to my other brother who is lying there. And that water goes round seven, eight, nine, ten times, and it comes back to that companion, and all of them have become shaheed. Subhanallah. وَيُؤْثِرُونَ عَلَىٰ أَنفُسِهِمْ وَلَوْ كَانَ بِهِمْ خَسَاسًا For their fellow Muslims, they were prepared to sacrifice everything. So these were the great 
companions, my respected brothers. Ya ayyuhal ladheena amanu, O believers, hal adullukum ala tijaratin. Shall I not invite you, Allah is saying to us, to a tijarat, to a business, tunjikum, that will save you, min azabin aleem, from a severe punishment, tu'minuna billah, have iman on Allah, wa rasulihi, and in the messenger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, wa tujahiduna fi sabirillahi bi amwalikum wa anfusikum, thalikum khayrun lakum in kuntum ta'lamun. The zulm that you see today, uh, when we read the newspaper and when we see everything that is around us, simple Muslimin of Uzbekistan, uh, where Imam Bukhari, rahmatullah alayh, the great muhaddis, was born, and where openly, cold-bloodedly, Muslims are just massacred and killed, and not a single Muslim leader can speak out subhanallah Allah give iman to George Galloway Allah give him Islam Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala turn him towards iman like how Allah has given hidayah to Yvonne Ridley and the other people who have the courage to speak out the truth so we are living in a very sensitive in a very delicate time where we have to understand the history of the companions and as well as the situation that we are in nowadays what we face as Muslims as the, the new generation that is here in England we, we must know what our rights are my respected brothers and alhamdulillah in this country we have that freedom so this was the first campaign the Khalid bin Walid with his vast experience and the mercy of Allah comes back Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam did not rest immediately he wanted to teach a lesson to the superpower of the time, which was the Persian Empire and the Roman Empire in the 7th century. Absalom did not rest. Immediately, straight after one year, the very next year, after coming back from Ghazwe Muta, Absalom said to the companions that I myself wish to participate in this jihad against the Romans and this again preparation was very difficult for the Muslimin this was known as Ghazwe Tabuk when the weather was extremely hot not right for the companions it was difficulty there was a lot of droughts they just came back from Ghazwe Muta the Roman power Roman Empire the Arabs would not dare to even look up at the Persians and to the Romans, for the very first time, this might of the Muslimin, subhanallah, the followers of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, come out to face eye to eye with the Roman Empire. And Absalallahu alayhi wasallam prepared the Muslimin for Ghazwe Tabuk the very next year. And he said to them that we are going in this part of the region, so prepare yourself properly. It is said that Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam was the Amir, subhanallah, who can take the position of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Huzur alayhi salatu wasallam marched to the area of Tabuk. The Ra'ab of Huzur alayhi salatu wasallam, the awe and his personality, how sallallahu alayhi wasallam would present himself. Subhanallah, it is said that the Romans had fear 
they were so scared that they did not even come to the area of Tabuk to meet the Muslims. They did not even come to see the Muslims. And the Muslims were there waiting. And sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, when there was uh, no offense, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam went back towards Madinatul Munawwara. Now, two consecutive years, study the life of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. In the third year, Huzur alayhi salatu was salam now stands up and says to the Muslims, Now, for the third time, I want Usama radiallahu ta'ala. What a beautiful name. Bole mashallah. Hazrat Usama radiallahu ta'ala. Ab sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, I am going to make Usama the Amir of this army. And he said to Usama in the midst of all the companions that were there, Osama, I want you to go with your animals, with the horses and the camels and tread on that part of the land where your father was made shaheed, where your father Zed was made shaheed. So I want you to go there in the territory where the Romans rule, where Rumi log tesari. Allah talks about the Romans in the Quran, al-Islamim ghulibatir rum, where they had a, where the, both great empires had a fight, the Persian and the Romans. And subhanallah, in the time of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam, preparation for jihad was done in camping grounds. And how was that done? This was done in a way that outside Madinatul Munawwara, there were different names given to different open areas. And Abu sallallahu alayhi wasallam would say to the companions that I want all the mujahideen to go on the outskirts of Madinatul Munawwara in this area and get ready. Some of them would need one day to get ready, some would need two days to get ready, some who had more commitments would need seven days a week. But this was an open area where the companions would flood themselves and all the mujahideen, once they were prepared, they would go there. So in the case of this fight, this battle, where Hazrat Sorry, Muhammad. No, no problem, Rabbi. This is for your time, just blocking and bus can't pass. E688 JJX Toyota. Please, brothers, park your car properly. If anybody here owns this car, can you kindly go and move your vehicle because the bus can't go through? No one from here, Abraham? Okay. All of us here are honorable people, alhamdulillah. So, <coughs> where was I? the camping ground and in the case of this battle we had Osama uh, was, was appointed as an Amir the camping ground was maqam jurf in the outskirts of Madinatul Munawwara so Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam said to them that all the civilians those who can't fight the elderly, the young ones they will stay in Madinatul Munawwara and as for those who can take part with Osama radiallahu ta'ala and in his, uh, on his way to the area where the Romans were in full power towards Syria and that region, I want all of you to gather in Al-Jurf. Now slowly one, two, three, four days and that entire region was flooded with the companions. Ahabai kiram ajma'een wa ajeeb. 13-year-old and 11-year-old would compete and they would 
stand in front of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam to show him that look, I've got the height, I've got the height. See when you go to some of these parks and they say if you're not as tall as this, you can't take a ride here. Isn't that the case Bashir Bhai? But sahaba kiram ajma'een were pure mujahids. And they would stand in front of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam and say, I am prepared. I am prepared. And all the companions were there. Now this is the qadr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Huzur alayhi salam appointed Usama radiallahu ta'ala as an Amir, but Ab sallallahu alayhi wasallam's health deteriorated. Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam got weak. And it was in this illness that finally Ab sallallahu alayhi wasallam passed away. The death of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam came. When this news broke out, a lot of the Muslims were still in the camp of Jurf thinking that Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam is not feeling well, but inshallah he will get better. But when news broke out that Absalallahu alayhi wasallam has passed away, the demise of Rasulullah, all of them came back from Jurf into Madinatul Munawwara. And we have covered uh, from here uh, some of the events and incidents that had taken place with Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq and the Khilafat that was given to him. Eventually to cut everything short, quickly go into uh, Ghazwe, this Ghazwa which Hazrat Usama was the Amir of Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala and now after three days just think my respected brothers after three days of the demise of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq decides and he stands up and he says Usama stand up Khilafat is given to Hazrat Abu Bakr you have a Khalifa the Khalifa of Rasulullah. And he says, Usama, now I want you to go and carry out the mission that was given to you by Rasulullah. Sallallahu alayhi wasallam. What courage, what bravery that Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq displayed. Three days after the demise of Rasulullah, he wishes Hazrat Usama to go back to Maqam Jurf. And he is saying to all the mujahideen that you had gathered in the time of Rasulullah, I want all of you to go back to Jurf and prepare for this march towards the borders of Syria where the Romans were in power. When this news was given to the companions, Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq was singled out in his opinion. People like Hazrat Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala anhu extremely powerful and strong in their character. They came to Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq. The companion say, was saying that the grief and the pain of Rasulullah is still fresh in the hearts of the companions. And you want us to go and fight the superpower of the time to go back to Syria and fight them. Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq is saying, yes, this is what I want you to do. Now there was a lot of pressure that was applied from the companions to Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq. Everybody came and they said, Amirul Mu'mineen, this is our opinion. This is our opinion. And saying that with the opinion, they would come and they would give him a message. The man who was appointed as an Amir, he gave a message to Hazrat Umar Farooq to give to Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq, that is Hazrat Usama. And Hazrat Umar said that Hazrat Usama has given me the message that the condition of the outskirts of Madinatul Munawwara is such that the kuffar are waiting. They want to take advantage of this situation. 
that Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam has passed away. You have on one side the fitna of Ridda, people who have apostated the tribes. You have on one side the people who are refusing to pay zakat. You have on one side the munafikin that were already there from the time of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And on one side you even have the, uh, the Romans who have threatened the Muslimin that they will advance into Madinatul Munawwara. And this is the ripe opportunity for them. And with the army of Usama radiallahu ta'ala and majority of the Mujahideen, majority of the companions are with Hazrat Usama. So if Hazrat Usama is to go out of Madinatul Munawwara, Madinatul Munawwara is totally exposed. And if Madinatul Munawwara is exposed, what will happen to the Khalifa? And what will happen to the family members of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam? And Hazrat Usama is saying that I fear for Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq that he is the Khalifa. He could be snatched by the tribes, by the kuffar and the mushrikeen that were there. And even the family members of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, they are at danger. So, Amirul Mu'minin, why don't you delay this? army of Hazrat Osama going there. These are the words of Hazrat Umar Farooq, but words of Osama radiallahu ta'ala. And when there was a lot of pressure that mounted on Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq, Subhanallah, Mera or Aapka Iman to dul dul ho jai. This is Iman of Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq. Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq comes to the masjid, sits on the pulpit, and he says, I want all of you to come in the masjid. One man's opinion against every single Sahabi. Not a single Sahabi's opinion was at that time was with Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq. And it was only uh, understood, understandable, legitimate for the companions to say that. That right now we will go and fight but perhaps the timing is not right. This is all what we are saying. Amirul Mu'minin is saying no. Amirul Mu'minin stands and sits on the uh, member, all of them are there, and he says that Wallazi nafsi Abu Abu Bakrin, by that Allah who has the full control of the ruh of Abu Bakr Siddiq. You talk about someone snatching me, you talk about someone invading Madinatul Munawwara. He said, Billah, if the beasts of prey, animals would come, and if they were to snatch away the body of Abu Bakr Siddiq and drag him out of Madinatul Munawwara, even then I will not stop Osama from going to the borders of Syria. Yes. If every single people in Madinatul Munawwara were attacked, even then I will not deter, I will not go back from the decision that I have made. It is said that Hazrat Aisha would say that after the demise of Rasulullah, the Munafikin, their necks, were stuck up and they thought that what will happen now to the Muslimin? Huzur alayhi salam thi, to bahut kuch tha. Now what will happen to the companions? And she says, describing the plight of her father, she says that my father was in such a situation, and that is what I said right in the beginning, the master of decisions, the one who would come out with the most perfect and correct decision, was Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq. This was a gift that was given to him by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the companions knew that if he says something, we have to do. So Hazrat Aisha says the condition of the companions at the time was such that the companions were like scattered sheep and goats. 
in a land that was filled with wolves in a stormy, cold, rainy night. This was the condition of the companions after the demise of Rasulullah. That at every angle was an enemy standing to wait and to destroy Islam. This was their mission all on the outskirts of Madinatul Munawwara. And this was the decision that my father had to make. It was an extremely difficult decision. But the decision was made. So Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq said to the companions, I know what you tell me, but this is my decision. As for Hazrat Usama, I say to you that get prepared to go to Maqam-e-Jurhuf. Maqam-e-Jurhuf and you will go exactly where Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam wanted you to go. Now this is not intelligence. This is not uh, an art in anything. This is ittiba'ah. What is it? Ittiba' of Rasulullah. So when he stood on the minbar, he said to the companions, Remember, أَنَا مُتَّبِعٌ وَلَسْتُ مُبْتَدِعٌ That I am a person who does ittiba' of Rasulullah. I am not a person who is an innovator. Whatever you feel, whatever you think, uh, even if it beats logic, my aim is to follow the sunnah of Rasulullah. If we look at some of the examples when Musa alayhi salatu wasalam said to Banu Israel, follow me and Allah will protect you and give you security. Musa alayhi salam with his brother Harun alayhi salam is coming out of Egypt. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes it such that the wrong route is taken. Wrong route as in what is apparent. So he ends up right on the shore of the ocean. And at the back is Banu Israel, and behind Banu Israel is the army of Fir'aun. And what does Banu Israel do? Complain, complain, and complain. So the ears of Hazrat Musa receive nothing but the complaint of Banu Israel, or oh, you deceived us, or oh, you promised us salvation. Uh, this is suicide. What do you do? We are trapped. In front of you is the ocean, and behind us is Fir'aun. Huh? What kind of a decision did you do? Nabi, Nabi hota hai. Siddiq, Siddiq hota hai. Usko nisbat huzur se mili thi. Subhanallah. Hazrat Musa alayhi salam with his asa. He looked at Banu Israel and he says, Kalla, never ever. Inna, rab, inna ma'ya rabbi. That with me is my Allah. Sayahdini. You are looking at the ocean, you are looking at the sea, and you are looking at what is in front of you with your eyes, the, the, the army of Fir'aun, and I am looking at Allah. Subhanallah. This is yaqeen. This is yaqeen. To, to have that yaqeen, my respected brothers. Khalid bin Walid took that, drank and ate that poison, and it was the yaqeen that saved him. And Allah is the one who protects. So, what happened? Allah said to Hazrat Musa alayhi salam, Fadri bi asaq al-bahar. Oh Musa, everything is in my control. The staff, the asa, the stick that you have, uh, strike it in front, in front of the shore where the water is, and the water splits up, subhanallah. And for all the tribes, subhanallah, it is like uh, a path that is made through for all the tribes to get through. This is the yaqeen. This is the yaqeen. Musa alayhi salatu wasalam is a baby and Fir'aun gives his decision. All the firstborns, firstborn children should all be killed. Now, 
Musa alayhi salam ki ammi Allah says to her that you want protection throw your child in the river now my respected brothers which mother is prepared to throw her child in the river the solution is harder huh, than the problem she faces the solution is more difficult to bear than the problem she faces from Fir'aun Fir'aun is about to kill all the children and Allah is saying to her and this is the yaqeen of Musa alayhi salam and the yaqeen of the family members of Musa alayhi salam Allah is saying to the mother you want your son to be alive throw him in the river which mother would want to do that today today if a ustaz just slightly is to shout at the teacher and the, uh, shout at the student and the parents will phone up and complain Mali sab, amare ladle ko apne danta amare ladle ko apne danta subhanallah but what happened Hazrat Musa alayhi salam's mother yaqeen and she subhanallah puts Hazrat Musa alayhi salatu was salam in something where he could float a basket or whatever and puts him exactly uh, in front where Hazrat Asiya and Fir'aun are coming right in the mouth in front and Hazrat Musa alayhi salatu wasalam is going in the direction of Fir'aun and Allah says to her it is up to me that I am the one who will make sure that Musa alayhi salam comes back to you and I will make him from amongst the prophets now look at the kudrat of Allah Musa alayhi salatu wasalam is picked up by the soldier of Allah who is the soldier? The wife of Firaun. Mm. Wife of Firaun. Soldier of Allah. Hazrat Asiya. And Hazrat Asiya looks at Hazrat Musa and says, This is my baby. Firaun looks, says, No, 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 no. And Musa salam looked at Firaun. But Asiya, women can overpower anyone. I mean, here we see Asiya taking control of Firaun. No. You have killed so many. And this is this babe that comes to me and you want to take him away from me and I have no children and so Fir'aun becomes a bit soft in the heart and says okay now royalty comes to Musa alayhi salam subhanallah guards are protecting Musa alayhi salam subhanallah this is the kudrat when Allah wants to give something he gives it and when Allah wants to take something he takes it this is the kudrat of Allah. Now, no one, every lady that comes, Musa alayhi salatu wasalam declines milk from them, is not prepared to drink the milk. And the lady, the sister of Musa alayhi salam says, I know just the right lady and I'm sure that Musa alayhi salam will accept her milk. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes it such that the mother of Fir'aun comes to the palace of Fir'aun. The mother of Musa alayhi salam comes to the uh, palace of Fir'aun and she is there. So Fir'aun is saying that it might be difficult for you that for you to come every day to the palace. So what I will do is that with the guards and with everyone protecting Musa alayhi salam, you stay at your own residence and I will send Musa alayhi salam with the guards to your dwelling where you are living and you feed him and after that the guards and everybody will bring Musa alayhi salam back in the palace 
So this is logic. But yaqeen, yaqeen is something else. All the companions on one side, Umar Farooq on one side, Hazrat Ali on one side, Hazrat Osman on one side. That is why Khilafat is given to Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq for his yaqeen that he had. And he says, no, no, Usama will go. All the companions are there. Subhanallah al-Azim. And they were prepared three days after that. Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala and walks with Hazrat Usama. Majority of the companions are in this army of Hazrat Usama. Everyone is leaving Madinatul Munawwara. You have enemies on just outside Madinatul Munawwara to see what will happen now. Khilafat is given to Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq. What will the Muslims do? All the Mujahideen are with Hazrat Usama. The Ahl Bayt and some of the companions, Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq stays there as that was the capital. And as was the Sunnah of Rasulullah, he would walk out to the outskirts of Madinatul Munawwara with the army and to advise them. And Hazrat Abu Bakr following the Sunnah is holding on to the ropes of that animal upon which Hazrat Usama is sitting. And let me tell you how old is he? How old is he? Does anyone know? No. 18 years. Kidney? Kidney? 18. 18 years of age. So before this, I just remember, Hazrat Umar Farooq came to persuade. Hazrat Umar Farooq was close and senior as he came to Hazrat Abu Bakr. He says, okay, if you wish Hazrat Usama to go and lead uh, as in, uh, in the army and to fight the, the Romans, then don't you think we should have someone who is old in age as an Amir and who has more experience? These words came out from the mouth of Hazrat Umar Farooq and the anger of Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq was visible. He stood up and he looked at Hazrat Umar Farooq and he said that may your mother be bereft from you and uh, may your mother lose you. This was the way they would speak in their language. Saqilat Ummuk in the Arabic language. How dare you say that to me? Ista'malahu Rasulullah وَأَنْتَ تَأْمُرُنِي أَنْ أَنْزِعَهُ That Huzur alayhi salam appointed him as an Amir and you tell me that I must dismiss him from Imarat from the position that Rasulullah gave him? Omar Farooq, you showed power and strength in the time of Rasulullah and you show weakness now. And a man like Hazrat Omar Farooq just stayed quiet in front of and this was yaqeen that was coming out from Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq so there he's holding on to the ropes of the animal and Hazrat Usama is sitting on the camel and Hazrat Usama is so shy that out of respect he says Amirul Mu'mineen I am sitting on this animal and you are walking Hazrat it is better if you sit and I will walk what does Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq say Allahu Akbar, my respected brothers, listen to this. He says, Ya Usama, Abu Bakr wishes that his feet get dirty uh, in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I wish my feet to get dirty in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is jihad fi sabirillah. What is it? And that fazilat is realistically for this hadith, alhamdulillah, if Allah wishes to give someone sawab, 
that is ultimately the prerogative of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But when you look at the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, such high honor and status. We are invited to go and do a bayan from one city to another city. We go in luxury cars and mashallah and everything is there and we go there and we sit on the pulpit and we do a bayan. And then Huzur alayhi salam says that the mud that touches your body, the fire of Jahannam will not touch you. Subhanallah. What virtue is that? That is when you are prepared to sacrifice your ruh, your ruh, and you say that Allah, I am giving my ruh to you. This is the fazilat. This is the fazilat. This is exclusively for the mujahideen. Exclusively. And this is what Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq said that as an Amir, though I can't come, but I wish my feet to get dirty with you, O Osama, for a great mission Allah has given. Great mission Allah has given. My respected brothers, if brothers have seen the shuhada of Chechnya, long beards, subhanallah. And when you look at their faces, it seems that everyone is witnessing Jannatul Firdaus and Jannatul Nahim. Allahu Akbar. When you see their faces, it seems that they are in this dunya, they are in Russia, but Allah has opened up Jannat in front of them and their faces are smiling. Subhanallah. Jaakar dekhe mere azizo. Subhanallah. Logo ne kaisi jani di. Kaisi jani The kurbani that this ummat has given. The kurbani that the companions have given. Imam Nasai, Imam Bukhari, Imam Muslim, Imam Abu Dawood, Muhaddisin, and Sufi, Shaykh Abdul Qadir Ji. Every single, subhanallah, the great shuyukh of this ummah. Imam Abu Hanifa, rahmatullah alayhi, was put into prison. Imam Muhammad became a grand scholar in Alim whilst being educated in the cells when Imam Abu Hanifa was in prison. In prison. And this is where he had a team of scholars that became fuqaha whilst Imam Abu Hanifa was in jail. This is the Qurbani, my respected brothers. Qurbani, meri aapki kya hai? What do we do? Allah. We are weak. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is merciful. In this weakness, Allah rewards us. And so he says, this is what I wish. So Huzur alayhi salam says that if the feet get dirty with the mud, with the soil, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not allow the fire of Jahannam to touch you. Nasi. Subhanallah and Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq is there. Few more minutes, my respected brothers, inshallah, we end this, uh, subhanallah, beautiful mission that was given to Hazrat Usama by Hazrat Usama by Hazrat Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam now as the Muslim army comes out from Madinatul Munawwara cuts through the northern part of Arabia this is where all the tribes are and the tribes are shocked and amazed that Huzur alayhi salatu was salam has just passed away and the Muslims come out with this powerful army from Madinatul Munawwara uh, this display of show and this was the law of the desert you show any form of weakness and you are finished this is the law of the desert so if you show power power is with you if you become weak you are weak and Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq knew the law of the desert and so he produced this 
powerful every single mujahid was with Hazrat Usama. Every one of you go. And as he goes, he said to Hazrat Usama that as you go past all the tribes, talk to every single one of them and remind them that if they don't pay zakat to the Amir, the Khalifa, and they don't follow the Sharia, then we will wage jihad against them. Even if they say La ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah, because jihad is one of the fundamentals and requirements of Sharia. And so as this army went, everybody surrendered. People said, we are prepared, we will pay jizya, some said we will give you zakat. Everybody became submissive in front of the army of Hazrat Osama. And now Hazrat Osama comes and touches the zone, that area where his father was made shaheed as to the wish of Rasulullah wasallam. King Hirakal, the emperor, the ruler of uh, uh, Rome at that time, got so scared, this is the qadr of Allah, that both uh, the news of the death of Rasulullah wasallam, the demise, and also the army of Usama comes to him on the same day. So he is so scared that what kind of Muslims are they that Huzur alayhi salam has just passed away and they want to come and fight with the superpower of the time. And there is so much fear in his heart that he moves his capital to Antioch in present day Syria. And this is where he is. So he wants to monitor what Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq does in Madinatul Munawwara. When news comes to him that the Muslims are right uh, near the border of the Roman Empire, the Roman territories, Hirakal gives a green light, does not even put up a fight for the Muslimin, does not even have an army for the, for the Muslimin to stop them. He is so scared, does not know, he is just amazed that here the, the leader has passed away and here they have this massive army. Muslims go untouched into the heart of the Roman Empire and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blesses them with a lot of wealth. And Allah blesses them with a lot of mal, booty and ghanaim they receive. And they restrict all of them there and display the show and power of the Muslimin and warn them that if they even look at the Muslimin and raise their eyebrows at the Muslimin and that we will slay you. And this power is given to them. And Hazrat Osama with his massive army goes all around Arabia to the Roman Empire all the way back, returns back victorious. Subhanallah. Not a single Sahabi was made shaheed. Subhanallah. This was the yaqeen of Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala. That is why my respected brothers, there are cases where you have a majority on one side and you might have the opinion on one person. Allama Qutubi rahmatullah alayhi says that there is a possibility that that one opinion is correct uh, as compared to the opinion of all the scholars. That is why when you look at the fuqaha, you will see that majority of the fuqaha will say one thing, Imam Abu Hanifa will say something else. But this is the qadr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This was the campaigns in the time of Rasulullah and in the time of Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq against uh, the Romans that were there and victory was with the Muslimin. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us all the tawfiq to make amal on what has been said. Wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.
اللهم صل على سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد النبي الامي وعلى اله وسلم تسليما اللهم تقبل منا وتب علينا انك انت التواب الرحيم اللهم انا نسالك العفو والعافيه في الدنيا والاخره اللهم عنا لذكرك وشكرك وحسن عبادتك نستغفرك ونتوب اليك نستغفرك ونتوب اليك سمعنا واطعنا غفرانك ربنا واليك المصير برحمتك يا ارحم الراحمين